everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today, very happy to be joined by seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson on a 12 questions version of the podcast. Really appreciative of Jimmy taking the time to do that at New Hampshire Motor Speedway because I believe Jimmy is the first driver to do both the social spotlight and the 12 questions this year. I've been trying to have drivers pretty much stick to one or the other, not to double dip too much, but as we get late in the season here and, uh, you know, sort of running out of people in some ways, um, I wanted to double back with Jimmy and see if he do the 12 questions, and he said yes, so very appreciative of that. So let's take a listen to what he had to say. All right, everybody, I'm here with Jimmy Johnson, and Jimmy, the first question is, how much of your success is based on your natural ability and how much has come from working at it? I think the majority of it's come from working at it. When I look at my early years on motorcycles and early years, four wheels and, and so on, I've been a slow learner to a certain degree and really had to focus and, and work hard to to kind of polish up that, that last bit to make me a champion. So um, I'd say i put it at 50-50, I guess. So Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, now Dale Jr. have all either retired or are retiring. What's your pitch for fans of theirs to become fans of yours? If I haven't won them over yet, I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, just stay in the sport. Stay, stay a fan of somebody. And if you're booing me, just boo louder. If you're cheering for me, cheer louder. Okay. Um, what is the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack? Um, I would just say managing it all. Um, you know, it's so tough to manage personal life and professional life, and um, you know, kids are growing and, and have uh, interests of their own. My wife has her own small business, <clears throat> so to balance it all really, really is is the tough part as life goes on. So let's say a fan spots you eating dinner, you're at a nice restaurant or something like that. Should they approach you for an autograph or no? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I'm eating, let me finish my food. That would be really nice, but after that, go for it. As long as it's not mid-bite, maybe? <laughs> mid-bite is very awkward. It makes for a bad photo. <laughs> <laughs> the spinach in the teeth never works. What's a story in NASCAR that doesn't get enough coverage? Uh, the unsung heroes behind the scenes, and it's something that we have a great privilege to experience in working here week in and week out. And You, know, you might not know a person's name. You, you know the team they're on, the face. They're always cheery, you know, happy-go-lucky. They're for you. Um, yeah, there's, there's more of those unsung hero experiences, I think, than people ever, would ever realize. Who is the last driver you texted? Matt Kensa. Bike ride uh, related? Basically. So he's, he's decided to run a half marathon at the end of the year, and uh, he wanted to run some miles this morning, and I haven't run in, in a long time. So I'm like, sure, I'll go with you. Wow. So you've pretty much been biking instead of running recently? Yes, and then I rediscovered my hatred for running this morning. Um, it's very effective, and I, I was good at it at one point in time, and I, I know I can get back there, but, man, it, it, cycling is, is definitely where it's at for me. Do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? By definition, yes, but by my own experience, no. Um, you know, I, I feel like what we do in the car absolutely is a form of entertainment, but as society has grown and as the spotlight has grown, I find that there's great pressure to have a personality um, that fits the masses or do things that um, you know will help you in other ways outside of the car and, and inter entertaining people and being a big personality. To me, I've always been more on the quiet side, um, so you know certainly I've had my you know challenges with all that. 
But a guy like Clint Boyer can come along and, and light up a room, light up an autograph session, whatever it might be, and then gets in the car and wheels it too. Okay, very important question here. What is your middle finger policy on the racetrack? It's changed a lot over the years. It's been everything from, hey, buddy, how are you, to you know what you intend it to mean. Um, I've calmed way down with it, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't know the last time I've used it, to be quite honest. Do you ever get it done to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a guy that's passed them out, sometimes I laugh, sometimes I get mad, but uh, I have run across a few that were really upset with the middle finger over the years. So some drivers keep a payback list, obviously, for negative reasons. Do you have a payback list for positive reasons if somebody cuts you a break on the track or lets you in, something like that? Yeah, that stuff is in your mind. Um, it usually kind of comes back around in that particular race. Um, you know, And then if there's enough consistency with working with one another on track, you'll, you'll remember that and cut somebody a break. Uh, who is the most famous person you've had dinner with? Dinner with? Um... I've had lunch with uh, President Obama. That that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's that's tough to be right there, a president. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Do you remember what you ate for lunch? I don't. We were in a small room, um, and I, I don't think he s- technically sat down and ate with us, but he was there. Um, so maybe that doesn't qualify. But uh, we were in a in the deep. We were deep down inside the White House, um, and some room and and stashed away in a corner with the team which was really cool that's awesome uh what is something about yourself you'd like to improve um gosh there's plenty of things to to improve on but generally speaking i just find the older i get and managing um managing emotions and, and being more patient has served me and getting started i had older mentors always tell me be patient be patient and it it got under my skin and made me mad but now as I'm in that role, I, I can see the benefits that come with it. And uh, I find myself preaching to the young guys that are coming along now. Yeah. So last week I did an interview with Scott Dixon for the question, and he knew it was you. And of all the questions to ask you, he wanted me to ask you, what kind of underwear do you wear? Is it boxers, briefs, or tidy whities <laughs> Thank you, Dix. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, you know, it depends on uh, attire and time of day. Um, evening, going to bed, I'm going to go with the boxers. And then uh, jeans and pants in general seem to be more slim-fitting these days. So the tidy whities definitely come into play then. This this room just got really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> and me. Thanks, Dixon. <laughs> All right. So the next question, um, I'm doing an interview with uh, Chase Briscoe, who drives for Keselowski in the Truck Series. Do you have a question I might be able to ask him? Let's just keep the theme going. Boxers or briefs. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> this is making an awkward uh, transition all the way around for me, but thanks for joining us. You got it, Jeff. Thank you. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Thanks again to Jimmy Johnson for doing the 12 questions. And coming up tomorrow, Thursday, on the Social Spotlight, it is a 30-minute interview with Rutledge Wood. And I have to say, it's probably one of the most fun and enjoyable interviews um, maybe have ever done. I was hanging on his every word, very inspired. I'm, I'm a big believer in uh, the power of positivity and things like that. So Rutledge is a great guy to talk to about that. And I asked him all about his social media use and how it incorporates into his positive outlook on life. So make sure to listen to that. Uh, hope, hopefully you won't be disappointed. I, I, I do think it's a pretty good one. 
So until then, thanks as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.